There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Live from the Michelob Ultra Studios, KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. This is TMA All Day. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me. No, this is the Jackie. one right here. KG played this when I was gone, and I felt like this is a good one to bring that was back. Me. That was me. That was you. Okay, thank you. I'm You'll be hearing a lot of this kind of music when you're in Vegas. <laughs> talking swamp, sweaty. Uh-huh. One of the better movies. Around this People time. don't river enough respect. Semi pro. Oh, Semi pro rocks. I mean, look at the cat. Bring it up. Bring it up. Look at the cast. This is the cast, right? Peggy's whining and dying in the gas. <laughs> Jackie Moon. Doug, you like this too, right? I like the movie. I like most things that Will Ferrell's in. Woody Harrelson just watched White Man Can't Jump. I forgot how young he was in that. Still phenomenal act. One of my favorites. Woody. Oh, I love Woody. What's her name? Gets naked in the show. We can't hear him. We can't hear him. I got his mic all the way up. Oh, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. What what are the brothers' names that she? Snooky. Snooky brothers. Snooky brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. This is nine o'clock hour. If you're watching on YouTube, you see someone different in Iggy's spot. This is Jeff Lottman of Compass looking. Realty. Oh, hello, Jeff, Jeff. Lottman is in the go. building. Loyal oh, listener, loyal here. fan. We love having Jeff in studio with us today. Jeff, how are you doing? This is your radio debut. This and national TV debut. That's I mean, right. Oh, that's that's right. right. Worldwide, actually. Yeah. Worldwide. Screens yeah. coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Unfor- I, I feel so honored to come in, though, and be sitting next to a two-time Hall of Famer. Though. That's right. These are oh, hollowed grounds. Gosh. You won't find any of those at Hubbard. Other than me. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> what I heard. Yeah, but one of them's a silly bowling Hall of Fame in St. Charles. You, you know nothing about bowling if you think it's silly. Oh, 20 years. Gosh. 20 years he hosted Kegler's Corner. 20 years. I, I heard it all yesterday. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Did you ever listen can. to Kegler's Corner back in its uh, salad days? I sure did. Yeah, really? I actually did? even supported Iggy way back in the day when he's, I think it was the Megan Meyer Foundation. Nice. Oh, Are you oh, a bowler yourself? Like, oh, no. absolutely not. No, <laughs> no. I used to work with uh, Iggy's... Um, Niece and her sister. 
Nice. So, oh, you did. This. So, yeah, they wrote town. me in to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really small town. Oh, boy, it is. got to be careful in this town. Oh, oh I've yeah. known Jeff for a long time. Great man. And welcome aboard. Glad oh, to be part you. of it. Oh, thank you. No, I'm glad uh, glad to be here. It's fun. I, lo- I love the show. You what high school great. did you go to? Oh, I went to DeSmet Jesuit High School. D-World? Yeah. Hall of yeah. Famer there? Uh, absolutely not. Heaven's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> no, I think that's Frank Cusimano, Stepanovich, all those guys, Calcaterra. Yeah. You know, not me. No. Well, what's the whole Not up? yet. Well, you know, I still have time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, here's a little baptism by fire for you from Mr. Siders. Okay, make the new guy take his shirt off. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Siders. Oh. You ever Absolutely. do that to close a sale? <laughs> no, no, but you know, it's, hey, well, there's a first time for everything, but yeah. it won't be today. Okay. Not today. Don't All right. Well, it's, uh, that, well, that sounds right. to me, Doug, open-ended, possible yeah. in the future. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so now you've become famous for selling the most expensive house in St. Louis history. Is that right? I, yeah, for some for some reason the Wall Street Journal picked that up, but you know it's um, it was it was an honor. It was awesome. I mean, it really was. You know, I had the buyers, so I can't really talk a lot about it. Everybody's like, "Who bought it?" I'm like, "Can't say." Oh, right. we have initials. Don't do it, Doug. Don't do it, Doug. Guessing games. I would just I assume that they're an HD2 radio, so that'll narrow it down. Yeah. The only people who could have that kind of money would be I would doing think HD2. So. Yeah. And the company you work for, Compass, they uh, they sold J- Justin Thomas's house out in Jupiter. Yeah, you know what's crazy? That that company in the last really five years, it's the number one real estate company in the world now. And yeah. they, they are, you know, it's about technology, though. I mean, they have really pushed technology. The platforms they have for their uh, agents and for their clients is second to none. And it's really a technology company based as a, a real estate company. And most of these guys are all from Silicon Valley that came over. And Robert Redkin, the CEO, does it. Just an amazing job, and every market they're in, they're number one. And we're just getting started here in St. Louis, so I expect that we'll uh, we'll climb that leaderboard pretty quick. That's huh. awesome. How do you how do you get line up buyers for super expensive houses? Just through contacts? You just totally luck. No people. Oh, is it really? <laughs> no, it is luck. I mean, think about yeah. it. It's St. Louis, so I mean, it's uh, you know, I think in this market, it's about experience and the connections, and and you're right. You know, it's um, it's about like you said, you know. Going to DeSmet, going to SLU, going, you know, wherever you're going and maintaining your connections. And it's St. Louis. Everybody knows everybody. Now, I don't know how out of line this is, but this was brought up on a topic the other day. And obviously we see housing prices now kind of going back up, uh, rates not going down as much. And we we talked about the Afton area with the $900,000 homes that we were talking about. Yes. Can you explain kind of... Afton's boom and that like make <laughs> it make no just make title. it make sense to me because I love Afton but I, I didn't know if that was going to be the norm in some of those little littler municipalities. Can you explain on that? If you have no information on it, I apologize to put you on the spot. It just happened to be a topic on our show about those new builds in Afton. Well, I think that's the I think that's the key right there. Is if it's a new build, I mean the ground cost is is increased and there's only so much land. So I yeah. think people are going wherever they can to build and even the infills whether it's afton or wentzville or troy i mean you name it the people are tearing down the old houses and building new and the building the building costs are so expensive right now that it's easily pushing up to nine hundred thousand, which would before probably be a, a half million dollar home so um i that, didn't know if that was normal i i to me i'm i'm so i, I you know i'm well Pazzi, i'll give an example and i'm a renter jeff just said uh one of my, my best friends growing up in Brentwood on Lewis Avenue was the Welshes. And <laughs> is this the, related to what we're talking about? I, yeah, I did yeah. tie it in, Doug. Yeah. Okay. Tie it in. Uh, they Which sold Welch, their, the, the guy with the HVAC company? No. 
Okay. This is uh, Jerry Welsh. From Welch's grape juice, probably. But the, the parents have retired and were getting up in age, and they sold their house. The people that bought the house tore the entire house down, built a brand-new house, which is worth a million dollars. The house that was there before was probably four hundred, four hundred fifty thousand. The house is now a million-dollar house because they tore it down, they have the property, they have the land, and they built their own house. So, I mean, you can do that in Afton. You own the property, you tear it down, you build your own house. You can make it as expensive as you want. That's going on all over town. Kirkwood, it's half the city has done that. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And, you know, the, the land cost, I mean, in, in kind of the blue blood areas here, I mean, you, you're you spending a million dollars for an acre of ground. Yeah. So by the time you, you know, you build a 6,000, 7,000, 10,000 square foot home, you're you're several million dollars. Oh, do you look at us and think blue blood? Oh, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. I, I, yeah. I thought that as soon as I walked in here with the color of the walls and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do high over here. Yeah, just See, the there you go. You could just that. smell the money yeah. that just... In this studio, I hate to amazing. break up some of the conversation, but Plowhawk, what in God's name is that that you're eating right there? Is that a bunt cake? The tail end of my oh. road trip snacks for Colorado. Well, you've had it a week or more. And they're called strawberry baby bunts. Oh. <laughs> it's like a mini little bunt cake. Jeff, you ever throw one of those down your gullet when you're selling the house? You no. Just put out you know, like an open house. You put I, out like a little spread. I'm having one this weekend, so I, maybe I'll try that. Where did you get those? Oh, man. I think we got Dollar them at, General? No. Well, <laughs> typically, yes, but they are at Schnucks. Those hostesses currently are on sale at Schnucks, so I'd. I'd wrap them up. You ever get into Brentwood? I think that Dolly Madison store is still there. It's like a thrift store. And they sell, like, Hostess cupcakes for 50 cents. I like the pies. The old school pies with the thick cardboard or, like, the thick wrapping. Oh, man, those things. Cherry pies. Those are a dream. They used to sell loaves of bread. Can we get back to real estate, please? For, like, like 40 cents. And Vito from Grassi's, when I worked there, he'd make me stop there and get buy 50 loaves of bread for croutons. Okay. We have a real estate sponsor right here with us. Right now. I think we're talking about Dolly Madison fruitcake. Did you hear Jeff say he listens to the show? He knows what goes on here. Well, I think Jeff also moonlights as a crouton salesman, so this is all. Oh, well, I made him. I made him. I, I have to right now, considering how good the buyer's market is right now. Right, you know, right. there's absolutely no inventory. The interest rates are absolutely. high. I mean, there's bidding wars left and right. What right. could be better? The really? crouton shift. Yeah. I'll just sit on the market just for a few days now, don't they? Well, isn't that crazy? It's like yeah. if, if a home is on two weeks, you know, everybody's like, what's wrong with my house? Not a thing. Yeah. Not a thing. And they're more expensive than ever, and rates are sky high, and people still buy. I know. Are, are these cash buyers? Is that how you they know, do You know, a it? lot of them are. You know what? It's, um, there's, yeah, there are a lot of cash buyers, and they're pre-approved, and, you know, everybody's working together to try to get it done, and, you know, it's just... It's a seller's market still. I, you know, that's, I think that's the key, and it goes back to the experience and the connections to try to find something off-market because otherwise, I mean, how do you buy in this market? Yeah. <laughs> and you got to do it faster than the other realtors, too. Yeah. Because they're then, all licking their chops every time a house goes on the Sure, market. it's a bidding war, and, I, you know, you gotta, there's a lot of um, salesmanship and saleswomanship that goes in up front before the, you know, before the call for contracts comes out. It's just, it's just an insane market. And I feel sorry for the, the first-time home home buyers. That that's the toughest market right now. Oh yeah, that explains all the apartments you see being built everywhere. It is, and you know the what? Younger generation the can't scrape together a down payment. They can't at all. And you know what? The rents are going up, and you know you're looking at a two-bedroom um, 
apartment in Chesterfield that's rented for about two thousand to twenty five hundred now. Oh, Seriously? So that's what. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's just God. crazy. We so were thinking of moving, but we decided oh. we're going to stay put. Was it like, wasn't that long ago. Twenty five hundred a month was a condo on the on the beach somewhere. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's why I, I think it's just something's got to give, and we're starting to see just a little bit of a turn. And if interest rates could come down to around six, um, I think that'll help out a lot. But the inventory is just. It's tight right now. Well, yeah, if you're a guy like me that has a rate in the twos, you can't afford to move. Why would you move? Why would you move? And that's where you see a lot, The really the big business boom is the remodeling. As Iggy said, yeah. you know, people are putting so much money into their current home because of that reason right there, Doug. If they're in for two, why would they move and, and, and incur a 7.5% rate? I mean, yeah. you're not going to be able to get what you want. So people are putting more money into that. Thus, thus the reason there's no inventory. Th- and the problem with it- the apartments is they know that people are moving into apartments, so they're raising the rent and people are paying it. Yeah. They don't have a I'm choice. I'm not going to. Right. People no, are you're paying. There's a gripe coming. You're going to be homeless. <laughs> you think housing prices will ever come back down? They don't usually ever come back down, do they? I think they're, with every day a new record set, I think they'll settle out. But whether they come back down, I don't I don't see this as a bubble. I see this really as just a supply and demand. So, yeah. I, no, I don't see them coming back down considerably, no. Guys, Pockets telling his tales from the Great Depression would draw sponsors <laughs> from anyone. Jeff is a lucky guy. It's from Mr. Slave. Now, Jeff, do you um, focus your company and yourself on one particular area? Do you do city, county? Do you, I mean, do, do you kind of just, you know, do, do you guys branch out in terms of going in city and county, or do you guys have a specific region that you got to deal with? Most of my business is from referrals, so obviously you don't want to turn down a personal referral. Not at all, yeah. But, but uh, the central corridor is probably kind of the wheelhouse where I've done, but you know, like I said, I think it's all about personal relationships and and helping others. So, you know, I, I go everywhere, but I think for the focus is kind of the central corridor. Yeah. I know houses are an investment, probably the biggest investment any family will make. How many percentage, just in ballpark, the people that buy a, <clears throat> buy a house don't need it. They buy it as an investment to not live there, maybe rent it out for three years because they know that it's gonna go up eventually. So, okay, we'll buy it for $1.2 million. We know four or five years from now it's going to be worth $2 million, $3 million. Yeah, we're going to buy it. And then we'll just rent it out, whatever, and then three years, we $3 million, take it. And they do it for an investment to make money but not really live in the house. ton of people. And even more and more people got, have gotten into that business. And, you know, the Airbnb was a huge boom, and that still is. But then a lot of municipalities are cracking down on that. So, I mean, it's a pretty safe investment. If you look at some of the most wealthy people in the world, it's all through real estate. I mean, the Waltons. They're not, they're not building any more land. That's right. They're not building any more lands. And for the most part, it, it appreciates. It's it's not necessarily a liquid asset, but it's a safe asset. And um, and I think that's, I mean, why wouldn't you do that? If you could fi- if you could buy it right and have somebody else buy down your mortgage and pay, be that's ideal if you can find it. I would think it'd be hard to find a renter on a $2 million home. So what's what's the rent going to cost on that? Well, unless you're a blues player, there's a lot of these guys. Is that, that those type of people who do that? Yeah, I think those, the professional athletes are the guys that do that. They'll come in and, you yeah. know, um, there's a lot of blues players that actually do that and, and rent um, in kind of the, the Clayton area. And uh, But, yeah, it's it's really hard. It's I really, would think, yeah. It's really hard. I got two texts here for you, Jeff. Uh, one from Chairman Steve. You know Chairman Steve. He appraises houses. I've appraised at least 20 homes in the last month where the seller is renting after they sell because they don't want to miss selling in this market. What say you, boy? Chairman Steve. I agree. That leaseback is becoming more and more popular. And outside of St. Louis, especially in Dallas, it's kind of um, 
That's exactly what they do is because that's the key is so many people would want to sell right now, but they have nowhere to go. Right. So, right. you know, it all depends on how, how long the lease back is. But then you get into a situation where the buyer wants to get in the house. So Chairman Steve's right on the money. Now, can you uh, also explain to us, are you really an appraiser if you just go down the street from a house you're supposed to be appraising, ask them how much their house is worth, yeah, and then the tell comps. these people that's what your house is worth? Is that really an appraiser? No, I think the market determines it, and I'm not an appraiser. So, I mean, those guys have a tough, guys and gals have a tough, tough deal right now. We're all trying to work together to uh, to get people in homes at, at, at good values. But like I said, with, with the inventory being low, I mean, it's it's tough. Jeff sold my house in the city in 2014 and helped me buy my house in Chesterfield. He's the best. That's from Aces High. I'll be darned. Aces, Aces High. high. Hey, Aces, Aces High. high. Aces oh, high. One of my favorites. Sam Rothstein. Yeah. With Aces housing prices high. so high, is it a problem where someone will agree to pay so much for a house and then go to get a mortgage and the lender says, sorry, it's not worth that much, and deny the mortgage? Well, I, like I said, I go back there. We're all working together. And, the, and also with the appraisers and with the lenders, um, it does. Yes, it does happen. And with, yeah. with, with people, if it doesn't appraise, there's what's called a gap. And a lot of buyers will have to fork up the money to cover the shortage between the sale price and the appraisal. Um, so, yes, you've, I mean, it's, a, it's tough. I mean, it's bidding wars and people are doing crazy things to win the house right yeah. now. I know everybody's different, but what, what is the one thing you find most people look for in a house? A roof, probably. <laughs> well, I was going to say rooms. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, oh, we need four bedrooms, we need five, we need three baths. But when somebody goes to look at how what's the one thing they're looking for to say, I love this? Com comfortable, for comfortable from them, and I think it still it still holds true today that the kitchen and baths uh, for the women and the interior, and then the men like the lot. So I think you're looking at comfortability, privacy, and I think a lot of people like uh, the move-in ready home, especially now. Is there a neighborhood in Ladue, maybe Country Life Acres, that's got five or six homes all on the market now where all of us could buy something and we could live together in yeah. the same neighborhood? TMA same compound. I, yeah, I think that's actually a good idea. Matter of fact, I would actually move out to, like, Wentzville. I mean, oh, there's a probably find or like Washington. There's a really neat you're telling us to get out of this. Hubbard would love if they could just get us remote in Wentzville, well, only, or Washington. Yeah. There's only so many people you can uh, you can legally have. Um, Live in a house in oh. Ladue, so you know what I think. It, I think if you go out in like Jefferson County or Washington County, there's not as much many rules. You could we're okay out there. I think you would be okay. We'd be pretty close okay. to a White Castle. Though, yeah, I, I hope you don't mind that. No more than 200 apartment, but that Wentzville area is booming though. Crazy, it's, booming. That, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Lake St. Louis, same thing. I yes. think yeah, out booming. that west and even in Detroit, you, you're starting to see that. And I mean, go back to Iggy's point: is there's so much, there's only so much land. Um, and that's where they're building, and that's where the people are going. And on DD and Double D, right there, they're going to build. They're trying to get a whole big, huge development about 650 homes passed. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. I saw the weirdest thing. I think it was on my way to Winghaven, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to think. But it was, I'm going down this street, and there are like two blocks of like I'm not calling them shanties. They're like paper little, shacks. They're like little box homes. You know, with a small little front yard, and then the next block, there's like mansions, and then another block of the of the small block homes again. Who would build these big ass mansions in between four blocks of like crap homes? Oh, good question. I mean, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, the, <laughs> I'm not sure how to answer that. One. I, mean, I mean, the property value can't be. Well, look on that side and that side. You got 
crap. Well, you look at it in like 20 years. Probably those homes aren't going to be there in 20 years. Unless maybe somebody, some developer bought that and said, you know, in the next few years, we're going to be buying all these houses and get them out of here. Well, a lot of those are like zero lot homes. And as, as people um, age, they're looking for less maintenance. So that might be kind of the move down homes. Or like I said, I think they're putting anything any, anywhere to try to accommodate people that are moving. There's, there's not an inventory at all. So I think um, the builders are in a good spot. Jeff, do vagrants sitting on your patio lawn furniture increase or decrease your property value? That's from a new ball eligible. So I, th I think it all depends on where the house is, but and also how they're, Heights. how they're dressed. <laughs> Maryland Heights, and it's on a lanai. I think, I think they may help increase the value. Yeah. Oh, really? They could, pro they, could provide, they could provide the necessary security that one would, right. no, would need. No, I, I, I had to take my chairs and put them away. <laughs> I had four sitting out there when people come over, and yesterday I got home, and they were strewn all over the place. I just There was rice on my table. I guess they were eating lunch. Rice? <laughs> they speak English, these people? They haven't yet. I don't know if oh. they do. Um, that's beside the point, but they must have been eating lunch on my table. Oh, so I had to, I had to take the Last chairs straw. and put them away. I can't. <laughs> Last straw there. I'm a nice guy, but man, don't even ask. You just kind of make think it's the community property here. Yeah, probably did. I have one last question here. It's from Chuck Talon. I have a question. I live on Wild Horse Creek. My breezeway has been overgrown, and my hot tub can't reach optimal temperatures. Is it smart to move into a Section Eight in Maryland Heights to get better breezeways? Chuck Talent. Nice little question. I think if you can get a, a voucher, there's a potential for that. But I know there's so, there are people who are so backed up to try to get a voucher. But, yeah. you know, S Section 8, speaking of investment, is is a pretty good way to invest if uh, if you can find the right yeah. things. Because the government always pays. Government always pays. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. I so, you know what? Section 8 because I'm not getting any benefits out of it. <laughs> That's funny. No, they're raising the rent on you. Jeff, yeah. I know that you like to, to place a wager. Uh, and uh, we also over here, we like to we like to place some wagers when looking towards maybe college football NFL some futures plays you have anything in mind before I let you go something that you know you see out there um, allotment lock it maybe oh, oh boy lock. I like that yeah. the Lottie's locks yeah Lottie's locks. New segment I like this wow this could be fun I yeah. like it yeah this is what I do <laughs> well uh, uh, the answer is yes I do enjoy that and you know what I think I think in college football you got to go with the big boys I think I th I don't think you ever bet against Alabama I don't care if they're four points or 40 points I think you roll with them and Doug I think USC is going to be fantastic this really? year don't you think with Doug, I, never, down I, never the them, I never see them play I don't well know. you might now that they're going to be play God that's the only reason I watch USC is to watch him play well I, I just never see them he paints I, his nails I don't stay up till 11:30 mm -hmm. at night on a Saturday to watch USC play. Well, it seems like I play a lot games. of night games. They play some afternoon games. Well, I don't watch them. I watch Missouri and then maybe a big game, and that's it. So why don't you broaden your horizons? Fire up Tigers, though. Over six and a half wins, Jeff. You can put that one down for yourself. It's going to be close. Smoke. It'll be close. Although with Chase Daniels at the practice yesterday, they might. Yeah, that was inspiring. It they're was. Gonna, they're the, they have seven quarterbacks on the roster, and Chase Daniels was there firing them all. Is he out camp or is he done playing now? Um, I'm sure he, I think he's still with, I think uh, he's still kicking, right? Yeah. In the NFL. Well, he he making $5 million a year. Oh, dude, nothing. Did That's you go to Mizzou, thing. Jeff? No, I went to Ole Miss. What Ole the hell Miss. was wrong with Mizzou? Oh, no. I, I, I don't know. You know, it, I played baseball and McCarter didn't want me back oh, then. Oh, really? So, yeah. Did you get much work done there or just hang out in the At Ole Miss? I, no, I, I, I was not good at school. I hated it. <laughs> they say <laughs> Ole Miss is a school where nobody ever graduates. They have so I, much fun. They can't. I barely did. Yeah, it yeah. was. And back then, you know, it was, um, there was only about ten thousand people there, and and it was uh, it was before the TV money, and it was a, yeah. it was a lot of fun. It I love it. Well, I've been to the Grove twice for Saturday football. My God, 
It's I've something. Never seen, I've it? never seen so many beautiful women in my life in one oh, place. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Uh, I've heard it's Party City down there. Well, Country really Club great. of the South. That's yeah, what it used to be. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chase Daniel's currently a free agent. So oh, no. If the team's yeah. looking to sign. Well, I, if he, even if he's a free agent through the beginning part of the season, someone goes down, they might give him a call. He's a, he's a proven commodity in the backup I think he's role. made close to $100 million in his career and has probably taken four showers after a game. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, yeah. listen, there's a, there's a value to having a guy who you know can go in there and be effective, and Chase Daniel is that. He's never going to be – he was never a starter kind of guy. But he's an effective backup, and that's why I got paid well. He probably knows the offense of every team. He's played for half of them. He plays for the he's played for the Saints, Chiefs, Eagles, Bears, Lions, and Chargers. Yeah. And won a Super Bowl with the Saints. Nice gig. Maybe yeah. the 49ers are signing. They don't have enough quarterbacks. Blaine Gabbert, too. Missouri's got they're yeah. good at yeah. At, we we can make you a backup quarterback. Drew Locke in Seattle. We that's can right. get you a backup quarterback. Yeah. What do you what do you think Mahomes is saying to Gabbert since he spent the last few years with Brady? He's probably picking his brain left and right. Right. Uh, there's a lot of value. Then Blaine yeah. Gabbert's been around the block for some time now, so there's yeah. plenty you can learn from him. Well, you know, that's a St. Louis boy. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, Parkway West. Yeah. Is that right? Is that. Parkway West or Zoom? Who am I thinking? I'm thinking somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Parkway he did West. go to Parkway West. Yeah. Uh, that is an absolute lie by Ken. I guarantee you he's never been to the Grove. That's from Harrison's brother, Master. I've been more places in a year than you've been in your life. <laughs> oh, oh, take that, Harrison's brother, Master. What's this fellow's opinion on Afton? That's from Mrs. Channy Shannon. Oh, yeah. I think Afton's fantastic, like we talked about earlier. I think that uh, there's, a, there's a, a rejuvenation and a refresh going on all across St. Louis, and... Um, I think it's I think it's great. It's centrally located and uh, good schools, and I think it's I think it's a fantastic place to invest and live. We oh. all agree on this show. Plowboy might yeah. have a differing opinion, but uh, you love, you said you loved Afton. I you know I, I was just surprised by the how much of a boom that is, and I I realize it's new homes in one particular area of Afton. It's not the average household price in the area. I was just surprised that that region has houses that expensive so quickly i've only been here 11 years you know i've seen afton grow you know tremendously in the last five years but i didn't realize it was i wouldn't say a destination but i guess i didn't realize how little land there was in st louis are the housing prices holding up in the city with all the problems the city has right now i think so i think you know yeah they're um yes the answer is yes i think so i think you know the city's people got to find a place place to live and i think the city's city strong and those people that like the city and like that um urban environment they're they're committed to it and you know it's i I wish they'd get off that because it doesn't necessarily help with relocation Mm -hmm. Um, but i think a lot of that is just media driven i'm hoping and um and we can start getting a little bit more relocation into the city and i think it's poised i think there's a lot of good things going when you go down there you see a lot of cranes and and there's a a lot of a lot of positivity, so hopefully we can we can continue to grow here. My well, neighborhood had got to be seventy five percent family oriented, homeowners. Yeah. You know, probably seventy thirty in terms of owning and renting. You have CBC flags. You have Desmet like you know, football numbers in their yard. So like I I think the city is still strong. It really like every city depends on what area you're talking about. But Sunset Hills Super- remains the honey hole of the Midwest. That's the best. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Crestwood. Yeah. 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 Doug's a wizard of Crestwood. Jeff, thank you so much for coming in here today, thank my man. You. It's Thanks, been friend. an outstanding time. Thank you for being a part of this program. We love having Great you as a sponsor time. and as a listener, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, buddy. Good seeing you again.
Jeff Lockman, Compass Realty, uh, sitting in Ken's spot. So uh, we appreciate Jeff coming in today, talking it over with the boys. This Lottie's Locks thing, I'm telling you, it's gonna have. It's got blue feet. We'll be making. Some, we'll be making some plays. Yeah, you can just hop out there. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate All you, right, sir. Thanks, Jeff. You can make lots of noise. What it's a just super our yeah, yeah. You can, it's a closet. We're right. good. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We're walking to KC. That's Jeff. You're gonna Lockman. leave us now too. No, he's going to move back to his... Uh, oh, I thought he's going to KC. Oh, I didn't like that chair. That chair's too Well, the mic ass. isn't great either, so... Stiff. Yeah, that chair, it also it. makes noise, Doug. You don't like chairs that makes noise? Not really. Oh, such Speaking a of which, just real quick, I'm looking for a chair. I'm looking to purchase a chair for my new apartment. I'm moving uh, in a week, and I, I, I want a, a recliner would be ideal. Oh, I saw one at Carroll House a week ago in the clearance section. Recliner, swivel, it was clearance is like $239. It's a little more pricey than I'm looking for. Oh, this is dirt cheap. But you can... A thousand. Yeah, I'm but looking you, for used. Go to Facebook oh, But you could finance yeah, that in four months and pay nothing. 239 uh, is too much for a recliner? It's not too much, but... Yeah, I guess I can finance it. I, 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 I was hoping that my whole furniture purchases were going to be I like mean, 250 those places are... So you're going to furnish a whole apartment I have for a $200? Couch. I have a couch and a bed and a bed frame. That's, what, that's like college. And that's a, a college budget. Yeah, that's... Well, I'm 25. I just sold mine not long ago. I could have given it to you. That 0% finance for like 16 I'd months never, is how furniture prices make it, money, really? pretty much. Back when I worked with Steve Bunyard for Sports Nobody Illustrated Golf Plus. $1,500 on a couch and up front. He uh, he also owned a furniture store. Who are we talking like about now? We had two conversations going there for a while. Well, we're still talking about couches and recliners. So. Okay, so who's, who's Steve well, Steve Bunyard? Bunyard. I used to work for him with Sports <laughs> Illustrated Golf Plus. But he also, had, he also had, like, a, a furniture outlet store. And all the people that work in farm, he says, go on in tonight, we're going to have a little party, I'm going to open some wine in my store, and you can pick out anything you want. And I picked out a leather recliner yeah. that went for, like, 1500 bucks, and I never sat in it. It sat in my apartment for eight years, never sat in it. Yeah, I wish I would have known. I would have, uh, I would have put in a bid. Yeah, moving to a different place on the hill. I'm still on the hill, just a different spot on the hill. So. Well, if you haven't priced furniture lately, you're going to have a major case of sticker oh, shock. Oh, man, man, minus it all for a couch. You can't get anything. A, a decent couch is, you know, a couple thousand. Well, I, if you need help finding the used sector, I tell you, Madison got the hookups in terms of the websites and places you go to. Because right. we, we've seen hundreds of couches. Up. Yeah, because uh, my big purchase will be a new television. I want a new television. How big a TV are you going to get? Probably 55 inches. Oh. Yeah. There's only one way to get where to go. No, they're like, expensive anymore. I'm looking at one that's like 300. It's not yeah, bad. Are you going to Costco? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, we got that's the move. The electronics at Costco Sam's are better than anything you'll have in terms of convenience, financing it all if you need to. Like it's, and the prices are great. We got ours, I think, for 550, 600, like four or five years ago. And it's yeah. beautiful. I would spend more. I'm just, because uh, uh, here's a text here. Is there a lot of money in HD2, you ask? You can finance a $200 chair. It's a steal. That's from Lord of My Parents' Face. Yeah. I hate that I had to bring it up because, like, me and Madison would consider a six month financing program for that chair just because it makes sense that you're going to pay the same amount. And it's just easier. I didn't even need the chair, but I almost right. bought it because it was such a good deal. And All it was right, comfortable. I'll take a There's look. the other side of HD2. Doug was about to buy a $200 chair just for fun. Right. Well, because it's such a nice little chair. Well, the Barnoff the the region's a little, getting a little, you need places to sit. Some of the workers need to sit, you know, a couple minutes a day. Did sure. you see Amy Dubman out there? I didn't see any of the Dubmans. I no. dig her. Are they on the commercials? Yeah. Oh, I know that uh, when we moved into the 
when the man and the woman moved into those studios on um, Hampton. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, the owner did a trade deal with uh, with Carroll House, and that is like the day they moved all this furniture in in his in his office in the lobby. Yeah. And like a week later, we went out of business. I said, I "Wonder what's going on with that furniture now." He's he's not getting any spots oh, for this yeah. furniture. Huh. Yeah. So if you have a good chair. Hit me up, and uh, we can... Like a recliner type of thing. Yeah, we can make a... I can, you know, I'm willing to pay. I'm willing to pay uh, what it costs. I just, uh, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to save some money. I'm I don't want to Facebook go. Marketplace and type in yeah, recliner. no. Because this is, I'm, I'm, you know, it's an apartment in my 20s. I'm not necessarily looking to buy a chair that I'll have for the rest of my life. I didn't buy a home, you know, so... A lot of these people can just give them away. They say, I gotta, we're moving, got to get rid of this. Just yeah. who wants yeah, it, come get me, it. I'm, I'm looking at I saved furniture for my kids in the basement for years, and they got their own places. They didn't want it. <laughs> You know, I still have furniture in my in my apartment that my grandparents owned. That's pretty cool, oh, though. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Jackson, how do you not eat your weight in food every weekend living over there? I'd be at Missouri Bakery every day. Yeah, it can be tough uh, just having some discipline, but there is some times where you walk through the hill and you smell the Italian food. Or... You ever get the cream puffs over there? I like the chocolate drops. I think that's what they're most famous for yeah. at Missouri Bakery. Oh, that's fun. Really, cool. really good. A lot of good sandwiches. Adriana's is right there. I haven't had Adriana's in too long. I think Viviano's so. is over there too. Viviano's is a great spot. Vivaldi's, yeah, Rigazzi's, it gets, it gets crazy. Bowl. Bartolino's out there, and that. Di Gregorio's. Mm, Bartolino's is on Hampton and Forty Four. We did some. That, uh, we did some shows then, sitting yeah. in the aisles at Di Gregorio's doing the <laughs> people, show. People, people are like, walk by and go, "Oh my God, what did he just say?" It's not a big store. No, so. it isn't. But we were right there. <laughs> Plopped down with Tony was there. You ever just go and say hi to the Bertolini's? Yeah, all the time. They're uh, often in my neck of the woods. It was Marco's birthday yesterday, I think. Happy birthday, Marco. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was James Carlton's birthday, but when you work with James Carlton, you feel like every day is your birthday oh, because he's such so. a great person. Yeah. Pablo, can I hear a little about your insurance agent, James Carlton? He's the man. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. He is the Plowhawks insurance agent, and I would like him to become your insurance agent as well. Once he does, my guess is you will never make the switch because I... I'm a client, and I am so grateful that I made the switch to James Carlton. He has 321 five-star reviews on Google. The number is 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. How about this one that was just posted a couple of weeks ago? We have been State Farm customers for 40-plus years. My daughter had a freak issue with her car. We were out of town at the time. The claim was not an easy one based upon several difficult and unusual factors. Stephanie kept in constant contact with us, worked between us, the dealership where the car was towed, and the State Farm corporate claims team. Her hard work and determination was the key to getting the claims successfully resolved. I firmly believe without her strong claims experience and her commitment to us as the insured, this would not have ended well. Thanks again, Stephanie. Stephanie works with James at the James Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. A lot of people out here, uh, that's James Carlton, uh, like from the three where Jackson fishing for free ca- crap on the air. I am not. I no. am not fishing no. for free crap. I will pay for a chair. I just don't want to go to a box furniture store and pay the full price for a chair that I might only have for a couple months. I don't know how Hit long. the clearance section. I, I, I will pay somebody if they have a good chair and it's a good deal. I will pay you. I don't want anything for free. I will pay people for their It's a, spreading your tentacle. The more people know what you're looking for, it's right. probably easier to find. A couch, a too. I, I might be into it. a couch, too. If it's a good price, I will pay. Okay. It's hard to find a couch crap. with a good price, man. Yeah. We have been 
on that, for at least for use, for so long. Right. I want, yeah, like, God, like there's so not, long. like, if someone sits in it, like, it's not like buying, like, used underwear. Like, I'm not putting it right next to my... Yeah. Close. Some people have had glandular experiences in these couches. I, we Describe it, those glandular experiences oh, in painstaking stuff detail for me. out of orifices. But when you buy a Clip used couch, off, we have Abyssal. We just clean the hell out of it. Abyssal? Yeah, it's like a sweeper. Yeah, it's a it's a wet vac. So like there, you fill up like with mm. the solution and water in one side, and the other side is the collecting of dirt. Right. That the water will because you spray it and it has a suction brush. Right. Ever do that to, on the carpet and it comes up look like Mississippi Dude. mud water and you think <laughs> what? I get done with my couch sometimes. We have three dogs and it, it look. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> it makes me think there's a filter that makes the water look black, just so you think, thank God I bought this product. I thought that, and I it cleaned can't it. Be that dirty. I cleaned it again to make sure, and it was cleanish water. It's when I did it dust, and dust mixed about. with water makes like a grayish color. Yeah, this stuff, wild. if you, this stuff, if you clean your own carpet, it comes out like black. It's pure black. It's yeah. far black. It's just yeah. dust and water mixed together. I mean, dust. I mean, you can dust all you want, but dust gets in your rug. Jackson, just go to an apartment complex and wait for a person to give you the nod that signals you can take whatever you want from the apartment. Just do that. Speaking of homes, I just read where Nick Saban just bought a seventeen point five million dollar house in Jupiter. Yeah, next Jupiter, next to Ricky Fowler and Tiger and JT and. So how much time will he have to spend there? That that must be a half the year type of place. Well, he's really taking golf seriously, so he's when he's not coaching, that's all he does is play golf. Yeah, but he's got a coach for at least. Six or seven yeah. months a year. Yeah, really. Right? He doesn't do any recruiting. He sends other people out. He still has to be there. At this time, you don't even. Well, he's not going to coach forever. Just send a letter saying Alabama wants you, and they'll go. He's just signed an extension for like nine, ten years. Um, I live in Sewer, and I'm turning into a fried piece of ass slowly but surely. What? Doug. That's from Mr. Fong, owner of the dildo shop. I guess he's getting, he's bulking up. Oh. Turned into a fried piece of ass. Uh, you can turn into a smart business person when you work with engineered design facilities. Moving forward is the EDF Group. Oh, boy, can I hear about our text inbox sponsor, EDF? That'd be nice. Engineered design facilities is moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group is your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF Group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at theedfgroup.com. It's engineered design facilities now, the EDF Group. Online at theedfgroup.com. The sponsor of the text inbox here on TMA is the Engineered Design Facilities, now known as the EDF Group text inbox. And you can check them out online at theedfgroup.com. Engineer Design Facility is another great sponsor on our show. You heard them uh, a couple weeks ago come into studio. That's the Illinois Recovery yeah. Center. The incredible work they're doing, Pablo. Can I hear a little about IRC, the Illinois Recovery Center in Swansea, Illinois? Okay, hit that lever, please. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois. When it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individuals struggling 
and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's Illinois Recovery Center, the new premier inpatient substance abuse facility located in Swansea, Illinois. You can reach them by calling 888-472-9559 or emailing info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. I like how he dipped out at 947. Ten minutes left in the show. We couldn't even sit there for 35 seconds. Let me tell you folks about two app contests we got going on. You got can tee it up on the Ascension Charity Classic Tournament course a day after the PGA Tour Champions event. Enter on the TMA app for a chance to win a round of golf for you and a guest at Norwood Hills Country Club to play with the one and only Tim McKernan on Monday, September 11th. Winners will receive Ascension Charity Classic swag with lunch and drinks included on the course that's available on the TMA app. Also on the TMA app, you can open up your TMA mobile app for a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to a night of fire and thunder back-to-school bash Saturday, August 19th at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Bring out the whole family for a night filled with jet cars, dragsters, ground-pounding pro mods, and fireworks. Both of those contests are available on the TMA app. If you don't have it, what you doing? Because it's the best app going. If you love TMA, you know the TMA app. I truly question uh, your sanity, frankly. Yeah, you don't have any. Right, right. So sign up. You can also sign up for the Mogger Tequila Listener of the Month while you're over there. Super easy to do. You know what's also super easy to do? What? Get into the design air, heating and cooling email today. Okay, that would make sense right there. Doug, I'm sure people are wondering why I'm not updating the leaderboard in our DraftKings team. is because they're in a thunderstorm delay right now. I don't know oh. how many people are wondering that. Thunderstorms in Memphis. Zachary, where you want to be? Oh. Uh, the, okay. the prize for today and the rest of the week, I guess Friday is tomorrow, so tomorrow as well. Win a pair of full road trip tickets to the factory's second annual beer festival, Brewski Kicks. Get your music fix this Sunday, August 13th, from noon to 5 p.m. You ready for email today, Doug? Yeah, I'm ready. I got my pen. I'm going to try to make it work. They say it's quantity of quality, but I'm bringing it all together. Great show, boys. Except you let Iggy talk all day and ruin the show. Just mm. kidding, Leather. You know I love you. That's from the 830 Recreator. 830 Recreator. You fellas talking alma maters? 1981, and my Golden Griffin senior class had just won the middle of an unprecedented three Class 1 state boys soccer championships. The St. Louis Steamers were in the process of winning their first Central Division championship. So the town was a buzzin'. A cub reporter. Cub reporter? Cub. Cub? Started a young, new yeah, reporter. Makes sense. I thought he was saying club. A cub reporter started asking me questions and was willing to oblige. Afterwards, we both left the Lindenwood campus, he asked. Ever been to Noah's Ark's restaurant? Mm. I had not, so I jumped in as a Baron convertible. To say, that, to say the dinner was delicious would be a lie, because we never made it inside. <laughs> I was nervous in the back seat, and I didn't know what to do, but he sure did. He immediately started kissing me, and I was super stoked, and so was he. I saw how his naughty area in his shorts grew and became super moist. I felt so horny, I stopped kissing him, and I went down to lick it. Oh, Oh. what? That's from Chew Guy Goo? Chew Guy Goo. Chew Guy I think is how it's pronounced. Chew Guy He's new. Right. Will Vile. What Vile? Guys, the tension today between the guy who only works part-time on your show and KG was absolutely palpable. 
it really hit a crescendo in the second segment when KG professed his desire to have a woman spit in his mouth while making love, <laughs> only to have Iggy talk down to him with such disdain as, if I remember correctly, called him disgusting for it. But it was truly poetic justice. This just a mere moments after trying to slam dunk on KG and call out, call him out for his kink, which I was under the impression was not done on this show. No, I do it. He spawned a 20-minute conversation based around twin brothers making out with each other, which inevitably led to him inadvertently telling the audience how he watches incest porn. Oh. And then in classic Iggy fashion really went into the deep dive of the, legal, the legalities of such behavior. So again, if you're keeping score at home, the guy who can't seem to swipe past two brother rappers kissing, has discussed multiple golden showers he has received, is fine with taking to a 300-pound lady to hedonism while the husband directs from the foot of the bed, proudly talk about hooking up with his aunt, and for some reason is enamored with fart noises, and oh. the skill strap guy is going to crap all over a fellow employee who just wants to swap a little saliva. Yeah. No matter what KG would have said there, Ken was going to blast him for it. Like the great Gabe DeArmond famously said, it's quite obvious that someone is hearing footsteps. Oh. You can't say pop and forget the pop. Blueberry pop pop. Blueberry pop pop. I couldn't be happier for Iggy. It's great that he's going into yet another Hall of Fame. Sure, he has confused Aaron Rodgers with a guy who retired 13 years ago and watches the Island Boys kiss each other on Instagram every day. But... He truly does have it all. He's cleared markets. He's cooked fish on Facebook for dozens of viewers. Mm -hmm. He pushed a child off a moving golf cart, and he made Mickey Mantle cry. And in fact, and the fact that he is physically present in the studio well over 75% of the time TMA is on the air, and it's easy to see why he's a two-time, two-time Hall of Famer. His resume is almost complete. The only thing missing is that AVN award. If the people in charge of the AVNs had wits at all, They'll give Ken a Lifetime Achievement Award. For reference, Ed Powers, the scumbag director of Dirty Debutantes, is in the AVN Hall of Fame, and Iggy is a twice the man he is. Let's look at the facts. No one watches more stag than Ken, both in the privacy of his own home and in the public breezeway while his neighbors walk by. The man watches so much porn that he literally injured his shoulder in the name of self-pleasure. The fact alone should seal the AVN. Who else banged 500 women? Who else pretended to be a woman in AOL chat room so he could trade naked pictures with his own brother-in-law? Oh. Who else bet the Vikings cheerleader and champagne Tony Lima's niece? No one, that's who. Go back and listen to the audio porno of Iggy moaning uncontrollably during Pepper and Jeannie's interview with Maitland Ward. It's not meritorious service. I don't know what is. Congrats, Iggy. That's from the JV Golf Coach. Huh. That's a good email. Yeah, JV Golf Coach with a long little email. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be an HD2 radio personality. There was Tim and Doug and Plowsy, and there was Jackson Burkett, KG and O-Town, and then there was Matt Rocchio's brother, Fat Andy, <laughs> and his guys, Frankie the Cuck and Freddie No-Nose, and then there was Pete the Garbage Man, who was Sally Ball's brother, and then you had Iggy two times, nicknamed because he retold the same stories over and over. Oh. I went to Fast A's to see Learn, but the line was too long. Line was too long. <laughs> a good rule of comedy is that fewer people in the room who get the joke, the funnier it hits those people who do get it. Unless nobody thinks it's funny. Iggy, Iggy's refrigerator bowling joke is either the funniest joke of all time or the worst attempt at comedy on TMA since the last time you let Mr. Fix on the air. Hope you don't mind, but I'm going to duck out early tomorrow to head to something called Party Town. I'm not sure what Party Town is, but I figure if the guy single-handedly responsible for keeping me above the poverty line is out, 
then I have the green light to leave in the middle of my shift. And I know we had sponsor promoting an event Saturday night, but instead of going to that, why don't you go head down to Humphrey to see Learn's band? I'll be there too, well, unless I see a long line out the door or struggle to find a place to park or fall in the shower or lose track of time pleasuring myself to NYPD Blue reruns. Oh, uh, That's from Buck. I thought it would be. Swope. Buck Swope with a nice little email. Hey, that's what we got. Why don't you let us know what event we're promoting for Saturday? I think it's over at 4.30, and I said Learn starts at 8.30, so... When you pay attention. Grub and Groove. I'll probably, I'll probably stop by. I love Grub and Groove. It's a really good time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. super fun. Francis P. All right, Doug, that's well, all, that's I think all we got. What do you got? There's three choices there. There's Blueberry Pop-Pop, JV Golf Coach, or Buck's Wope. So which of the three are you picking? This is, the, this is how they do it in Europe, Doug. They count like three. this. I don't like that. Um, Dirk used to do it after he'd hit a three. Because I, just because we haven't heard from him in a while and his email was among the tops, I'll go for Blueberry Pop-Pop. If young Pop-Pop don't trust you, I'm going to shoot you. JV Golf Coach. He's the only one that really was truthful in his email. Yeah, boy. I really love the, the Goodfellas bit that, K, that Buck Swope did, so my vote goes to Buck Swope. Okay, Jesus. it's up to you, Plowsy. I like the bit. Oh, pop, pop. Blueberry oh, pop, pop oh, no. has gotten on the board. Blueberry pop, pop has won uh, Thursday, August 10th's rendition of the Design Air Heating and Cooling email day. He just scored himself a pair of full road trip tickets to the factory's second annual beer festival. Oh. Brewski Kicks, get your music fix on Sunday. Grub and Groove goes till 10.30, just a little FYI there. Oh, yeah, I, I, last year I felt like I was there towards, uh, I call it dusk, other, call, other people call it twilight. So it conflicts with the Learn concert. Well, here's a novel concept. You can go there till 10.30 and then Learn plays till 12.30, so you can go see Learn. I didn't say go see Learn for the entire show. I just said she's there from 8.30 to 12.30, so go to our sponsored event till 10.30 and then head over there to Humphreys till 12.30. How about that, Swope? Is that Absolutely. okay with you? That's a late night. Some Still people, a great night. Some people stay up late. Well, from my point of view, nothing good ever happens after like 6.30. Really? Yeah, that's when you about shut it down. 6.30 p.m., yeah. 6.30 p. Yeah. You're still falling asleep, right, when you like put your head on the pillow? Usually, or like, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. I, I lay awake for 20, 30 minutes. I mean, occasionally I have a night where I wake up in the middle of the night and can't yeah. get back to sleep, but I can almost always get right to sleep when I first get there. I, Because you guys know I sleep on my face. Uh, That's a problem. I know, but uh, I was sleeping on my back for whatever reason, and I woke up at 3 in the morning, and half of my body was hanging off the bed. What? But, like, my back was erect. So I was like, mm. I was like, I was like, woke up like I was like doing a half a sit up. You didn't feel that? I, I, I think that's why I woke up. And it was the strangest position I've ever been. My mouth was wide open. Oh, yeah. I want to see this face down sleeping in Vegas. You I will. Know. You'll get too. to witness it. You Lisa Ann witnessed breathe. it. I, and you here turn I am. your head one way or the other? I assume at some point in the night I do, but I think I find a little air pocket. Otherwise, it's just face straight down into the pillow. Do they make pillows with little face holes cut out? They should. Like a, like a massage table. They make like, yeah. Yeah, we like do that? chiropractor tables or right. something, a little right. hole in the table. Right. You need a hole in your bed. Milking table. Mm. Oh, I don't know about a milking table. <laughs> That's going to do it for us today. Uh, we'll be back with the same crew tomorrow. Tim's off tomorrow. Uh, same crew. If you're listening to 101 ESPN after our show, Danny Mack will be filling in for the balloon party. And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow just bringing some more heat. So okay. uh, that's going to do it for us today on the Ryan Kelly Morning After for Doug Vaughn, for Darren, the Peoria Plowboy Atkins, for Kent Iggy Strode, for KG in O-Town, uh, for Tim, who is out today. I'm Action Jackson. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After, live from the Michelob Ultra Studios.